It's Christmas time, and we are talking about Christmas on the podcast today and more. So check it out. Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to the FBC Natchez podcast. I am your host, Matt Martin, and we have two wonderful staff members in the recording booth today. The real hosts, Chandler Key and Jason Bernetti. Hey, everybody. Oh, see, there's Jason's tagline. Johnson Bernetti. It, it is not the, it's not a Jason Burnett moment unless you hear. Hey, everybody. See, there you go. That's how you know he's here. awkward silence (laughs) we do have a wonderful show for you guys today we are talking about christmas and all things christmas today and so we're just going to kind of share some i think just some really christmas experiences that we've had in the past and and what makes the holiday special and so we're just going to kind of kick things off with uh jason burnett jason i know in your head you've got a favorite christmas memory what what is one of your favorite Christmas memories? One of my favorite memories growing up was I believe I was eight, and one of our Christmas presents, you know, for the whole family was our first family computer, and so my parents had taken all the parts and they had turned it into a scavenger hunt. So whether it was the monitor, the mouse, there was clues all over the house uh, that we had to search for each item. And finally, it was the computer room that had the desk and then we would put everything together. So looking back, it also kind of seemed like a chore that uh, Mm. (laughs) mom and dad had us do. But at the same time, it was a lot of fun because it was a scavenger hunt. It was something we all did together as a family. Uh, My sister and I got to participate. And so they couldn't figure out where they hit it. So you all had to do it as a family. Yeah. Mom and dad. I where was that again? Hey, Jason, go find that. And so but it was a lot of fun. One of my favorite memories. Did you check the windows? Oh, you see what I did there, Chandler? You see what I did? I don't get it. (laughs) But one of the clues that I distinctly remember was the computer mouse was tied to my Mickey Mouse toy that I had. It was a mouse on a mouse. Mouse on a mouse. In a house. Was it covered in louse? Well, no, that's not. Yeah. So, so if you have more than one, what's the plural of mouse? Mice. Mice. So if you have multiple. Don't you have a doctorate? (laughs) (laughs) Not not in English grammar. (laughs) So if you have multiple computer mice. Mice. Or or mouses. Mises. Just because it's a computer doesn't change the English language. So it's still computer mice. So it's a computer mice. So Chandler's going with computer mice. I think it's multiple computer mouses. Now, if you have a moose lodge, is it meese lodges or is it? Moose Lodges. Yes. Moose's Lodges. Moose's Me- Lodges. Meese is not the word, Matt. That was mm. a joke. Mm. <laughs> Me- Meese. I don't know how words are formed. <laughs> I can't get it. All right. Chandler, you're up next. Tell us one of your favorite Christmas memories. Uh, every year on Christmas morning, we would get up and before opening any presents or before really we would do anything. We would, uh, my dad would always cook breakfast and we would all just sit around 
and visit. And as a as a kid, we didn't really do that a whole lot just because we were always busy um, doing things. And uh, I mean, we just we always had different projects going on. And and uh, one of the only times that we ever, as a family, were all in one room together, just intentionally spending time together, was on Christmas morning. And uh, and so I, I look back on that and think of how comparing that to the, to every other day of, of the rest of the year, you know, we, we realized how little time we spent together. However, um, that did make those moments really special. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's so good to, um, think about all those memories and things like that. Uh, for me, I think growing up, I just remember, um, I'm trying to think. I had I had some I had some pretty good ones. Probably the one that sticks out to me the most. It would be I've I got a drum set. I can't remember if I got my drum set for birthday or Christmas. I can't remember. But what I do remember is that I got some for one Christmas. I've got some extra cymbals and cymbal stands, and I got a little splash cymbal, and I turned my little five piece drum kit into this awesome looking rock drum kit like it looked like i was a rock star with that thing i can picture it now matt the coolest kid on the block or street or cul-de-sac whatever it was on a hill on a oh on a hill coolest kid on the hill with his drum set going to town on those drums i've seen that old picture of matt the marching band and i i feel pretty confident that uh that cool was not in the Vocabulary. <laughs> cool wasn't in the chips at that point. That's really cool now. That's only because he has kids, you know, and they think he's cool. It was hard to play in the marching band when your drum had scraped over the speed bumps because you were because you were so short that you couldn't hardly like get over the. You had to like hop over the speed bumps because you were short at that time. Like I, I probably was only like five, five foot four in like sixth or seventh grade. And like was only eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> carrying these drums, trying to carry these drums in the in the parade, and like I don't even know, I don't even know how I did it. And then I've got, I can't find the video. I really wish I could find the video me of me playing drum, drums in college, and it still looks really similar. It's like these snare drummers, they're tall. Bass drummers, they're tall. Here's a short tenor player. Like I just don't have the body to play. Like if you play tenors, like you're supposed to be tall and lanky, so you can sweep around around the drum or you can do like cool behind the back things. I am like a T-Rex. I have <laughs> short arms. Saw, Matt sawed off. I can't, I can't hardly reach around these drums. I enjoy doing it and playing it, but it's, it was just, I had to find that video to watch it. But all that to say is that was probably one of my favorite moments of Christmas moments of just walk, of just seeing all of these, uh, you know, you couldn't really wrap them. So they were just round the Christmas tree that my mom had placed there. And so I just, it really was a good time for that. What, what do y'all, um, you know, Chandler, starting with you, like, what about food? Like, did you, did you get together as a family and like eat or did y'all, what are some, maybe I guess like traditions that you had growing up as a, as a kid? So my family, <clears throat> most of the times that we get together, just like any good American, especially Baptist families, is gathered around food. Oh, absolutely. So we would always go to my grandparents' house for Thanksgiving mm -hmm. in, in Columbia, Mississippi. And so we would go there for Thanksgiving and eat tons of food and then just, you know, 
what, three, three or four weeks later, we would go back for Christmas. Now we would alternate between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But every time we would go, uh, I can remember when I was younger, I always thought, well, we're going back and we're going to eat the same food that we just had three weeks ago. Now I could not be more excited to go back and eat the exact same food that we had at Thanksgiving because Absolutely. it's uh, because it's it's extremely high quality food. It's all been grown and 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 made right there at their house. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, we for I mean, there wasn't a, a particular dish, I, I don't guess, but um, but but yeah, we would we would go and we would eat at my grandparents' house every year, um, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Right. Oh man, that's so good, Jason. What about you? Growing up. Uh, myself and my sibling and my cousins, we would help mom make Christmas candy. So that would be uh, chocolate covered peanut butter balls. That would be bonbons. That would be all sorts of stuff. That's my nickname in high school. Oh, bonbon. Yeah. Uh, bon- Had to be. Oh, I thought it was peanut butter ball. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't sure which one. Um, and so now that we're grown up, you know, taste change, things change. Now, one of my favorite things is my dad and I will usually smoke some sort of meat in the smoker. Okay, and good. I'm glad yeah. you said. Yeah, I wanted to clarify. I didn't know if you're talking about like with a gun running over it with your car, but I'm glad you. I'm glad you told us it was with the smoker. Yes, we could never find enough paper yeah, to, got to it. make it work. So what we would do is, especially this year, I've already been given the menu. We are having ribs and my favorite chicken wings. Whoa! So. Uh, not a lot of people know this uh, wonderful talent that I have that I can clean a chicken wing bone. There is zero cartilage. There is zero meat. You say a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people know that. Yeah. I mean, there's a proper way to eat a wing. I mean, if it's there's a, it's just a famous thing. Chandler and I are definitely witnesses at this. We have seen it. Yes. It's very well known. I try to tell as many people as I can because it's incredible. Thank you, Chandler. Thank you. If a little bit of cartilage, you know, goes down, it's fine. It'll dissolve, you know, stomach acid. No problem. You want to get as much of the meat off there as possible. I've yeah. never seen chicken wing bones or chicken bones stacked up like toothpicks, except when I'm eating them with Jason. Jason, you you should eat them and then like create some kind of design with them or something. You should use them for, our, I don't know, a craft. I usually make a log cabin See? out of it. There you go. Kind of that sort of thing. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think for me, uh, one of my favorite Christmas traditions is we did Christmas Eve present opening as a family. So I I think that was one of my favorite memories is just... Y'all know me. I'm just so anxious anyway. It's hard to, it's hard to wait. It's hard to wait. I, I think the week of Christmas, I think on like the 20th or the 21st, like I started asking mom to open presents or something. She'd be like, no, can't open one. And be like, oh, what about today? No, you can't open one. But I, I swear as I got older that she would go ahead and like give me an extra present just so she knew I was going to ask to open one. And she would like it, a few days before, she'd just be like, all right, you can open one. Yeah, you finally broke her down. Finally, and she would, yeah, yeah, finally did. And, you know, and for us as well, I don't know if y'all did. Did you ever have that Christmas tree that had the nails in it and you would put those little strawberry candies on the nails? And so you would eat one a day before Christmas, like right up to the Christmas, like on de- December the 1st. You would, they're all shaking their head. Nope, though. Not, no, not close. We had a, we had a, uh, it was a snowman and there was a little snowflake you would put in the days uh, okay. leading up to Christmas. We would do that. But I will say, not to interrupt the story, but to interrupt the story. Sure. Does anyone Go actually ahead. know where to find those strawberry candies? Because let's be honest. 
You go to your grandmother's house. They're always there. Uh-huh. And the, the, the bowl's always full, yet they're always eating them. So somehow they're having to buy more. I know they have to buy more. Right. Where? Where? Where do you buy those? I feel like I've always seen them at Walgreens or That's at CVS. That's not true. I've been no. there. That's not true. Is it no. a pharmacy store? Yeah. But we are not sponsored by Walgreens, but I'm just throwing that out there. I feel now like I've seen them there. that out now. Oh. You're going to have to sponsor yeah. by. Beep. Yeah. But by the way, Matt, you told us this beautiful story about something we had never heard of before. But yet, that's not the question you asked us. You asked us about food, and then you proceeded to tell us a story that didn't have food in it. <laughs> it did have food. It had these little strawberry candies. Mm, rest in peace to the strawberry candies, <laughs> man. Come on. What about um? What about uh? Did you have a treat? Did you? So someone made us this wooden tree, and it folded in so you could store it. And then when every you- tree ever is wooden. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was a crafted tree made out of, I guess there is some irony there, a tree made out of wood, right? So, but it Let had, me guess, did it have branches on it as well? It did. Did it? Yes. You um, ever see one of those leafy trees? No. Oh, the ones with the wood at the bottom. You know, and the, with the leaves yeah. and the roots. Oh, yeah. you know, outside. Yeah. Well, this one had, you could put suckers in it. And so, so you could like go, so you go to um like Kmart. Do y'all, are y'all, do y'all remember Kmart? I don't know if you remember Kmart. Yes. I mean, I know we're younger than you, but we're not. Kmart didn't die. I mean, okay. But Kmart still exists. Just to make Are we going to have to bleep that out too? (laughs) Probably Kmart. But so this, we would go and buy these long rows of red and green Christmas tree candies. Do y'all remember those? How many times are you going to ask us if we remember... You know, you and Jason are only like two years apart, right? Well, I just, I just want to know. I just want to know someone out there listening if they know about those really good, yummy candy Christmas trees. That so we would place those on there, and then I would also maybe eat one of those a day or two a day, and and then leading up to Christmas. That's like fifty of those, man. Yeah, it was a lot of sugar. I admit. I admit there was a lot of sugar and a lot of people did ask my mom, you know, how why does he, is he not so, have diabetes? Yeah, how is, why is he so excitable, active, you know, just why is he bouncing off the walls? I don't know. Maybe it was the sugar. I don't know. He hadn't been beaten enough. He's misbehaved. Mm. Or it may have something to do with the 50 suckers he just ate. That's Maybe. true. All right. So here's, here's a fun Christmas question. The cliche, have you ever put popcorn on a string and put it on a Christmas tree. Ooh. Cause I have, and that was tedious and that was not necessarily, I mean, I, I enjoyed how did it. You, how would you even do that? So you basically take a needle okay. and then you put the string at the end of the needle. Then you stick it through the popcorn kernel, the popped. I mean, you can't do unpopped popcorn kernels cause that doesn't work. Glad you clarified that. Yes. So then you would stick it through and you would just make a string of popcorn, and then you would put it all over the tree. Wow. I've never done that before. Never. I've never even heard of that before. Really? Mm -hmm. I've seen it on old cartoons. Yeah, I've seen it in cartoons and movies and things. And then the other thing you can do is four or five kernels of popcorn, and then you put a cranberry in between to put a pop of color. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Culture. Wow. 
All right. Never have seen that before. All right. I guess no, I just I, fell into the Mac category that I thought I would say something that everybody heard of, and apparently nobody. No. Comment in the comments if you have heard either of the things that Matt and I have talked about. Maybe even in the comments, if the, if you're if you click on this on Facebook, even in the comments, put on there like, what do you remember when you were younger about Christmas time. Cause I know, like I said, all these things, like, I, like you said, I don't know Chandler. Like if I was to go out and buy those red strawberry candies, I don't know exactly where I would go other than ordering them off the internet or something. But and I, I know my grandmother doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> have DH, they have DHL at their house. <laughs> they D- still have the satellite DHL? out there. DHL? You mean like the department of Human something? You mean DSL? DSL. Okay. <laughs> when I said DHL? Yeah. I mean, D- yes, DSL. Chandler's invented something. I'm sorry. Designated hitter? No. Designated department of something? DSL. But the thing about those strawberry candies, though, that has nothing to do with Christmas. Like, strawberry candy in the shape of a strawberry is not Christmas related. You want to know what's really spooky about those? Oh, we're we going so to Halloween I, now. Well, no, I mentioned I mentioned that to my grandmother one time. Where do you find this? Because I would always eat them at her house because they're awesome. And uh, and and so now, now that I have kids, I don't I don't get a stocking anymore. Somehow somehow when you have kids, you become dead to your grandparents. But anyways, I um, yeah they they completely forget about you. Yeah they she, yeah so she uh, but now she. Or she used to get a stocking and would put like three bags of them in the stocking. And I even asked her, where do you get this? And somehow she couldn't really tell me. Well, it was a secret. She can't give up her stash. I mean, she can't she tell you some? her supplier. Well, I don't know. Like, she, like she couldn't tell you. Like, she didn't know how to tell you. Like, she just couldn't tell she you. She couldn't pronounce I, well, it. I really couldn't don't pronounce know it. Because it says great value on the bag. So I said, oh, you got these at Walmart. Well, I went to Walmart. No, sir. Not there. Doesn't exist. Mm. She's got a candy guy that gives her the supply. She's not giving up her supplier. Like that's well, that is a name that you keep close to the. I'm to on the, the vest. conspiracy train. I think that uh, I think Ray Charles is not blind. Mm. I think we did not go to the moon, and oh, I think no. that Walmart does not sell those strawberry candies. All right, so pray for him, people. <laughs> pray for him. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right, now let's make it more spiritual, you know, and talk about the real reason for the season is uh, Jesus Christ. And I, I'm thankful for my Lord and Savior, Jesus. I'm thankful that we can come together as families and celebrate that, especially with my church family, being able to celebrate Christmas. Uh, the sanctuary is beautiful with the poinsettias. It, it's just a really fun time to get together and just reflect on the goodness of God. So, you know, Jason, how, how has God been good to you this Christmas season? Um, One of the things that I love about the Christmas season is that there's so much going on. You know, we have an opportunity, like you said, to spend time with friends and family and something that God has really shown me is making an opportunity to spend time with my family, you know, Suzanne, my wife, and just an opportunity to, um, even in the busyness, to take a moment, spend uh, time with just me and her, that we can enjoy this holiday season. And even the idea of God having something out there for us, Him loving us so mm-hmm. much. You know, we talk about, um, you know, for us, when we travel to see family, we've got, you know, ways that we can show love to them by calling them on the phone. Um, but more importantly, if we travel to go see them, well, Jesus 
you know, God had Jesus do the same thing by he loved us so much. He wanted a part of him to be in the world with us. And Jesus could have come, you know, as a lofty king with, um, you know, with peasants, with servants, with, you know, royalty and riches and all this, but he came as a lowly baby. And, you know, we think about, we think about babies and, you know, they're cute and everything, but, other than, you know, the four things that they can do, eat, sleep, cry, and poop, mm-hmm. they're kind of useless. Other than that, now they are cute to, you know, hold and play with and all that, but they can't defend themselves. They can't, other than crying, they can't verbalize that they are um, sick or hurt, anything like that. But the fact that Jesus humbly came as a baby so he could grow up so that the people could see that he was human and how he reacted. Um, that's something that has really stood out to me more so this year than ever before. What? Wow. That, yeah, that's really good. Chandler, what about you? How's God been good to you this Christmas season? So the last two years of Christmas, oh, I guess we're not really at Christmas yet, but the last two years for, for us has been really interesting because last year we had coronavirus during during Christmas. This is true. So we uh, so we did not celebrate Christmas with my entire family. It was just it was Thomas's first Christmas and he was uh, he was what probably two months old at that time. And so so me, Destiny, and Thomas celebrated Christmas at our house by ourselves. And then this year we are um, having another baby, Caleb, we're, we're going to have him. This is also going to be his first Christmas. And so Thomas's second Christmas and Caleb's first Christmas, uh, once again, because he's going to be, Caleb's going to be just a week or two old. We're not really going anywhere for Christmas again. And so for two years straight, um, I've had the unique opportunity to be just with my family, with my wife and my kids, where um, a lot of times that's a that's a struggle to figure out what that looks like and what mm-hmm. is your what are your traditions what how are you going to celebrate Christmas especially as you get married and start having kids and there's just a lot of things that change there and so uh, so this Christmas it's it's really it's a cool opportunity that we have once again to um, to spend with just my immediate family and so I think that God has taught me a lot on how to be um, how to be content where we are how to be because at first it was very frustrating because I said man we missed Christmas last year and I wanted to be, be with all, all my family and all Destiny's family and then this year I wanted, was looking forward to the same thing but the truth is um, I, I, I really believe that God is, is te- through this is te- he's not doing this because of the, to teach us this but he is teaching us through these situations that um, that that just my family, I've I've got to lead my family, and I've got to have my traditions, which is a which is a cool opportunity. And so, so I think God's blessed us a lot, um, especially with family here at our, in our church family. And so, um, so anyways, it's just it's been a it's been a really unique lesson um, to be able to learn through ways that I would never have thought that God would teach me in this way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so good too. I think uh, for for me, I've really enjoyed. Just being able to sit around and I've never really done Advent before until I got back to Mississippi and um, pastor to church and we would do the Advent wreath, you know, every year. Are y'all familiar with the Advent yeah. wreath with the three purple candles, and one mm-hmm. pink candle and the <clears throat> one white candle you lit, you light on Christmas. And I just thought about that. And, and I think. You did an Advent box, right? A couple of years ago? Yes, a couple of years J- ago. Jason b- did? Before COVID, we had an Advent box that each family could take a box, take it home. It had devotions. It had crafts that they could do leading up until Christmas. Yeah. So I just, I'm just so thankful for that, that opportunity. There's the four weeks 
prior to Christmas, being able to just try to reflect more on the coming of Jesus Christ, the incarnation, the virgin birth. We just, uh, Brother Doug just did a sermon on that this past Sunday. Um, the idea of these angels coming and telling J- Joseph and Mary that, hey, you're going to have a baby. The fact that Joseph was so upset that he was going to privately basically divorce his, uh, even though they weren't married, but they were betrothed, engaged, to do away with the engagement. And I think it's just a wonderful opportunity to just talk about the hope and joy and all those things that come along with Advent, Um, talking about those things together as a family, maybe even doing some kind of craft or something. We, we did a craft with that star and I I sent it to Jason and showed Jason and Suzanne. The star was made look like a wonky star. I told Jason, it really looked more like Patrick from From SpongeBob SpongeBob, really is what it looked like. And I didn't post it on Facebook, but I almost posted it. And just to say, look, you, you can do crafts with your family, but not every craft is going to be like this awesome thing. Yeah. And a shameless plug. Uh, in the recent edition of our church bulletin, the newsletter, we do have uh, Advent devotions You going from week one all the way to Christmas Day that you can find those there and also for all of our families. Um, I've sent out week one of the same devotion Advent plan mm-hmm. um, right. to our parents. And so that's another way that if you don't have uh, access to either one of those things, comment in the comments below and we would love to get you access to the newsletter, also to the uh, remind n- notifications because I'll send out another devotion uh, probably um and then in the upcoming uh, days and weeks leading up to Christmas. Sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, I'm always excited to have people in the the podcast booth and doing this. So again, as Jason said, you know, leave us some comments uh, wherever you are listening to this. You like, rate, uh, re- leave us a review in iTunes if you're looking there. And if there maybe is a particular topic that you would like to hear us discussed on the uh, podcast. Just email me at mmartin at fbcnatches.org. And maybe even if you feel like that this podcast has been helpful, then e- email it to a friend. Tell others about this podcast. And this is the last podcast for this season one. We're going to take a couple of weeks, uh, a Christmas holiday break, and we will be back with you in January starting a season two podcast. So if you've got any questions or topics, again, just email me and we would love to talk about those things here on the FBC Natchez podcast. So on behalf of staff. Bye, everybody. Oh, Jason. Oh, knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, knocked over screen. <laughs> Tried to kill Chandler. <laughs> Chandler signing out. Merry Christmas. Goodbye, everybody. I'm glad Matt didn't just kill me. Oh, my goodness. Oh my God, nice. Matt. I'm glad that no one was here to see that, although they can hear it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next time on the FBC Natchez podcast. <laughs>